name is Aaliyah and I am the host of Show Me The Light podcast. This podcast is all about remembering who we are at a soul level. We will dive deep and discover what lights us up. We'll talk about spirituality in all forms of the word, including different healing modalities from meditation to chanting, breathwork to Reiki. I'll bring on guests to talk about how they're living out their soul's purpose by expressing the intrinsic gifts that we've all been given. We will cover astrology, tarot, and my personal favorite, the Akashic Records. I will channel messages for the collective, bring forward divine guidance and new perspectives as we navigate this ever-changing reality. I have so much to share with you, and I am so excited you're here. So, let's get to it. Alright, we are back at it and we welcomed in a new year. It's crazy to think that 2020 is over and for me it was like the longest and shortest year of my life if that makes sense. It was definitely the most transformative year of my life, not only on a personal level, but I feel like on a collective level, there's a lot going on and we're still going to see it leak into this year and probably a few years to come. We are at a crux in our timeline where we went from 2020 to 2021 and I feel like there might be some undue pressure on 2021 for being better than 2020. Um, However, I don't um, necessarily see it that way. I feel like 2020 was a really great opportunity to start to open our eyes and see the world under a new lens. And now 2021, we can start finding our way, our new way. Because trust me, we're not going back to the old way. We're definitely not. And there's been so much talk about a new world and paradigm shifts and all of this. I just want to remind everybody that this concept or idea of a new world is not promised to us. It's going to take work. And the work comes from each and every one of you individually working on yourself, trying to raise your vibration in order to manifest the new world that we're all speaking about. And for anyone that gets triggered by some of these words in the spiritual community about elevating your frequency, raising your vibration, getting in touch with your highest self, or all of these kind of hot topic terms, um, I really encourage you to kind of find out what they mean for you. And for me, what raising our vibration or raising our frequency means is coming into the ability to transmute lower vibrational energy such as fear, which we're all being inundated with in through the media and it's coming up in all different types of ways and being able to transmute that fear into acceptance or forgiveness or love or joy in order to change the frequency so that we can elevate that on a collective level, right? If you start transmuting that energy for yourself, you're able to now 
emit a higher frequency, which is going to radiate from your being, which is going to um, cross paths with other people and then allow them to radiate from their, you know, from another frequency, a higher frequency. So the reason I bring this up is because I feel like whenever there's a transition like this from a new year, there's a lot of pressure on, we put on ourselves for change. We want to change. What are we going to change, right? And I mean, I got, um, you know, I got into that last year. I made a New Year's resolution that I wasn't going to drink and I still haven't. And it was a life-changing, um, it was a life-changing decision. So yes, you are able to make these decisions, but it doesn't have to be at a crossroads like a new year. It could be at any point in time. And for me this year, as opposed to setting resolutions or setting goals, I'm now coming at it from what do I want to embody? How do I want to find alignment this year? And how do I want to continue to find alignment during these challenging times. So some of the things that I want to embody are more kindness, more compassion, more empathy for others who might not be able to transmute the vibration of fear and realizing that, you know, there's going to be a lot of fear continuing in this in this world and knowing that it's my job <laughs> because I have the conscious awareness, it's my job to, to do that for others and not for others as in like, I'm going to, I'm going to do that for you. It's like by doing it for myself, empowering myself to do that, it then empowers others as well. So leading by example is the way that I want to come at this year. And then allowing the people that resonate with that message to come into my life and start to spread our light and into the world. That's all I want for 2021 is to attract the people who want to do this work as well. So if you're finding yourself wanting to make changes or wanting to still reflect on 2020, I would use January as that real nice squishy, you know, transition between 2020 and 2021. Give yourself the time to decide what it is that you want and reflect on where you've you've come from, what things have changed for you and what's no longer in alignment for you and allow yourself the grace to ease into this new year. And the reason I talk about this is because I've been doing my own reflecting. I've been looking back at some of my writings, some of my journaling, and some of my accomplishments as well in this past year. And for those of you who don't know, I quit my job in 2020 and I quit it in September and my last day was in December. This was a a well-paying job and I struggled with the idea of quitting for a while because I I know that safety and security is a huge factor when it comes to living. You know, we seek safety. I decided to give that up, this security of financial, you know, financial security. But the reason I decided to give that up was because I needed to open up more space for opportunities to get in alignment with what I want to offer this world. And 
I have a lot to offer just like you just like you do. We all have a lot to offer. And I think that a lot of us sell ourselves short because we feel like we don't have enough time or you know, it's a lot of effort to grow something from, you know, conception. And yes, you know, it is. I'm not going to tell you that it isn't. You know, you look at a seed when you think about it and metaphorically, you plant a seed, look at how small it is and it takes time, it takes nurturing to grow that into something that might bear fruit one day. That's how I'm looking at my life right now. I want to nurture the things that I want to grow. You know, I was spending my time and energy in a corporate type of society working for somebody else and I was feeling very depleted. I wasn't feeling fulfilled and although I loved the connections that I was making within, you know, with my clients and helping them and and feeling like, you know, I was providing a service for them in the capacity that I was, I just still felt like, you know, I didn't have the energy to put into the things that more aligned with my core values, you know, like family and um, because, you know, you work nine to five and I was commuting for half an hour each way, you know, I'm out of the house for nine hours. My daughter's awake for 12. That leaves me three hours with her and I still need to make breakfast and dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner in those three hours for her, right? So you're not getting a lot of time. I wasn't getting a lot of time to spend with her um, outside of outside of work. And it was really starting to drain on me. And I, I knew that there was a different way. And this is what I'm trying to do now. So that was a huge life-changing decision for me. And um, among others, last year, I mention this because sometimes the thing that holds us back is that fear. And for me, it was the fear of not being secure or safe or, you know, having the financial security. But if I didn't let that fear go, then I was never going to be opening up the space in order to see if I could create a new way of living for myself because I wouldn't have the time for it outside of the three hours that I get to spend with my daughter and then what staying up till one, two o'clock in the morning working on my business, which I was doing. It doesn't leave me with much energy left and then it doesn't leave me with energy to put into the, to you. I'm here to serve other people in this lifetime. That is what I'm here to do. I'm here to um, empower others to get in touch with their intuition, their inner knowing and their divineness so that they can show up and do the same for others and it wasn't going to happen the way that the way that I was living so I gave it up and I'm now entering 2020 on unstable ground um, and that's fine I'm going to work through it my husband is supportive and I'm going to continue getting my message out there because I feel like it's really important and I mentioned this story specifically because uh, my body was having a physical, visceral reaction to the idea of me continuing working. And it was something that I couldn't stop thinking about. I knew I was not honoring my my gut instinct by continuing to work. And this could go for anything in your life. If you have a strong intuition 
or, you know, internal pull to something or a rejection of something, I would honor that and sit down with yourself and write out, you know, you know, a pros and cons list. Or for me, what I ended up doing was a large tarot spread in order to get real with myself about whether this was in alignment for me. And the way I look at tarot is that it's a conversation starter. It brings up themes and ideas around specific questions that make you have the conversation that you might be too afraid to have with yourself because you don't want to get into the unknown. You don't want to step outside of your comfort zone. So that's why how I use tarot is in order to get out of my comfort zone, start the conversation with myself and start to get real about what I actually desire in my life. And for me, it was more balanced between life and work. And I want to infuse the two where, you know, what my work doesn't feel like work. It's, it's, there's still work aspects to it, you know, behind the scenes that you're still, you know, writing emails and formulating content and doing all of that. But when you're talking about topics and things that it is that you align with your, you know, your mission and your soul's, soul's purpose and your highest self, then it doesn't feel like work. And so I would urge anyone to, you know, if there's something within you um, that you're resisting or that you're not stepping into, I would, I would sit down with yourself and have that conversation. And if, that, if that's something that you need help with, reach out to me and we can have a session, either a Kaushik record reading session or a tarot session, and we can, we can help facilitate that conversation. So I really, really wanted to talk to you guys about one of my first experiences with meeting one of my guides, and it's been a com- it's been a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and how I'm going to integrate it into this theme right now is that I was reflecting this week and last week on on my past year of 2020 and going through some of my journals and my experience with having um, meeting one of my guides happened, and. I reflected on it. I've hesitated to share this story just because um, I haven't got in into this side of you know my spiritual practice in the podcast yet, and I, it's going to continue. I'm going to continue to talk about these types of things. It's just more or less like ripping the bandaid off. But I haven't spoken too much about the Akashic Records yet, and it's something that I'm going to dedicate an entire episode to. Yeah, last year in 2020 is when I discovered the Akashic Records. I actually had somebody do a reading for me and um, I was really diving into my spirituality at the beginning of 2020. It's really helped me so much. I was also reading Joe Dispenza's book, Becoming Supernatural. And in this book, there's a lot of meditations in there that help move your energy in your body to help you with a better flow so that you can start to, in my eyes, like receive the divine information that's always there for us, right? It's my belief that we are able to tap into a source of information that we cannot see or hear in the sense um, of our five senses. It's more of that sixth sense perception of things, that inner knowing, that gut feeling, that hearing within our mind's eye or seeing within our mind's eye or perceiving feelings within our body. We always have the ability to have this information, but sometimes we're blocked from it because there might be energetic blocks within our body that 
as stuck energy. And so I'd been working with Joe Dispenza's meditations to to unlock some of this and really getting into this concept of the 5D, the quantum field. And if these are things that you're not familiar with, I strongly urge to read Joe Dispenza's book, Becoming Supernatural. Just know, for me, I went through a burst of energy while I read that, so almost like a spiritual mania um, while I read it, and I did have a bit of a crash afterwards. So just be prepared that it, if you take on the information as truth, which I did, that you're, you might go through a little bit of like energetic highs and lows and to also to take things with a grain of salt and to integrate the practices that make sense for you as well. So I'll link um, the book in, in the show notes for anyone that's interested in Joe Dispenza's work. If you haven't, if you're not familiar with him, he's quite an amazing guy. So as I was reading through that book, I had written a manifestation list of things that I wanted to experience and or um, that I wanted in my life. And one of them was to have a supernatural experience. I didn't really know what that meant at the time, but I just wrote it down and that's something that I wanted. So one night I'm putting my daughter to bed and I am lying there, the lights are off, she's nursing to sleep and she's she's pretty much asleep, but she's still doing her thing and all of a sudden I just feel this intense sense of energy enter into my being and it was not my energy and I was like whoa what the hell like what is this and I had to you know like just take a step back in my mind here and kind of be like hello is anybody there and I got the response, yes. And I was like, oh, okay, um, who's here? <laughs> and I heard Archangel Michael. And I have never worked with angels before. I've never researched archangels before. Like it was not something that was on my radar at all. Not something that I had been looking up or researching. Like I said, like it was, it was completely off my radar. No clue what archangels were or who they are or anything. So I had to take a moment to compose myself in my mind. Like if you were in the room looking at me, you would never know that this was going on. But in my mind, I was freaking out. I was like, what the heck is going on? And then I had to remind myself to just like relax and that I'm safe right now, not in danger. Relax. And if you're open to receiving, you will receive. If I close down, I won't receive. So I needed to really compose myself in order to be ready to receive the information that was clearly there for me to receive. So I took that time to to compose myself and I kind of like, I don't know what the word is, not negotiated with him, but I was like, um, uh, can, I'm just busy right now. So just give me a second. I'm just nursing my daughter if you can't see. And um, <laughs> like, I'm just telling this, you know, to him in my mind. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just gonna just give me a second, basically. So my daughter finishes nursing, I'm lying down in bed, and I can feel this energy steer still like my ears are ringing. I'm seeing like specks of blue light within my mind's eye here, my eyes are closed. And now I'm composed myself enough to kind of ask him more questions. 
So I'm just referencing my notes because it's been a while. But basically, I had asked your Archangel Michael and I asked, why are you here? And he told me he's here to protect me. And I was like, okay, to protect me from what? And he said, I'm here to protect you from evil. And if ever, anyone's ever had an experience with Archangel Michael before, or maybe you haven't, but the way that he came to me was a very abrupt, straightforward, to the point experience. So he was answering the questions before I could even finish asking them. So it was like, who are you? Archangel Michael. What are you here to do? Protect you. Like it was very quick and abrupt and I couldn't even get the full question out before he was already answering me. I asked, like, once he told me he's Archangel Michael and why is he here and and everything, I said, like, is there anything else that you need to share with me right now? He just said no. And I said, okay, can I ask you some questions? And he, he said yes. I can't remember, like, what I asked. He told me um, the answer to whatever question it was, I can't remember, was the Holy Trinity. And this is how I know that this is not my energy because... For me, I think of the Holy Trinity as a religious thing, God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that's the first thing that popped into my mind when he said the Holy Trinity. And I asked, well, what is the Holy Trinity? And he said, it's mind, body, and spirit, or soul. And I said, ah, that feels way more in alignment with my beliefs. So I was very happy to receive this information. And then I had asked him if he had been communicating to me in threes because then I put like Holy Trinity three and I had been seeing so many threes, you guys, like just threes everywhere for a while. And he said, yes. And I had also been seeing lots of triangles, which to me also is this, you know, a sign of three, right? Three sides, three points. Um, I forgot to ask him about that, but I just have this knowing sense that that was his way of communicating with me as well. After I was asking these questions, I basically just repeated everything that he said. Okay, you're Archangel Michael. You're here to protect me from evil. You come to me in threes and um, it's, you know, it's the Holy Trinity, mind, body, spirit. I just said, you know, what, what do I need to know about like connecting with you again? And he just said, just call my name and I'll, and I'll come. And I just basically said, okay, thank you so much. And basically, I felt that energy release. And I came downstairs and I looked at my phone and it was 933. And I was like, of course. So it was a really crazy experience. After that, I when I was downstairs, my husband was home. And like I said, it was 933. So it was into the evening and he's downstairs just kind of winding down in the evening. And I come down look, looking like I had seen a ghost. And he's like, whoa, what's going on? I was like, I don't even know. I, I don't even know how to explain this. I don't, I don't want to sound crazy. I just, I need to tell you this. So I told him about the experience. And I, this is the first time in, that I had started to open up with him specifically about my spiritual practices that I had been working through. I really hadn't opened up to him too much. And there was even a few things that I had kind of like hidden from him, not 
because I didn't want him to know, but because I was afraid of judgment, because judgment was one of the biggest things that I worked through at the beginning of 2020. And by me feeling vulnerable, I was, I, I, I feel open to judgment from others. So because I had been working through that, I felt more confident and to just tell him. So the first thing he did was go on the Google <laughs> and, um, he looked up Archangel Michael. And like I said, I had never done any research. And sure enough, Archangel Michael is the protector angel from evil. He is associated with the color blue. And there's other things. He's also associated with feathers, which when I had recalled, there had been a thing where I had seen a feather recently, like the day or the day before that. While I was driving, it was actually, it fell from somewhere in my car it was weird it like floated down in front of me and I was really like what was that and I looked around and I found this white feather and so I put it on my dashboard and I knew it had some sort of significance but I didn't know what it was and now when I look back I feel like it was him trying to connect with me so needless to say I believe that my husband he was supportive of me in that moment and it was like one of those things where I would have never I don't know if I would have believed somebody if they would have told me that story um before this happened to me so it was the first time that I had really come into contact with one of my guides you know through my own physicality through my own being because I had had an akashic record reading before which is getting in touch with, you know, my guidance and my guides through somebody else. It was incredible. And he's one of my guides that I call on very often. I'm very connected with him. I um, use him to not necessarily protect me from evil, but just to guide me in certain situations. There had been a time where my husband and I had put an offer on a house and I used an angel number. We never ended up getting the house and it was in perfect divine timing because if we would have gotten that house it would have caused a, a a ripple effect of other events that I I did take on after that um to probably not have happened so yes there was um a very a, a very intense experience and since then I've I've come into contact with several more of my guides not only through the akashic records just but through meditation and I'm more open now um than I might have previously been um, because I had been basically shit scared that first time that it happened. But now when it happens, I can perceive the energy, you know, the different energies and kind of ask questions like, okay, you know, you know, who is this? Who am I working with here? And continue to build that relationship with those guides. So yes, this is a very um, out there, you know, episode for some people that might never have been in touch with archangels before or heard of archangels before and maybe if this is the first time hearing this and you're guided to listen to this it might be something that you're you're working towards opening a relationship with your guides and your spiritual team and your highest self and so it'd be really interesting to hear if any of you have had any um, crazy experiences like that I'd love to hear from you you can send me an email just click on my um, webpage, like b- below, it'll s- episode webpage or something. And then you can hook up with how to contact me or find me on Instagram at I am Aaliyah Nelson and send me a DM. Like I'd love to hear other people's experiences about this. 
And I guess for me, the reason I want to share this is just so that others know that these kind of supernatural things do exist and we all have the ability to tap into this divine wisdom and that there's there's people guiding you or they're not people but like yeah people too there's all different forms of guidance there's your highest self there's teachers um that are maybe loved ones who have passed on and there's ascended masters archangels and um you have the ability to kind of tap into these different energies if you're open and you believe and you trust in your your ability to receive ah so i'm gonna leave it at that i would love to invite anyone to reach out to me another thing i wanted to touch on is that very soon i will be talking about the akashic records and how i got into them and what they are and and all of the rest and i'm going to continue to show up um, in this capacity so if you enjoy the content share it with a friend post it on social media you know you can support me that way by spreading the message yeah i guess that's all i have to say for today so it's been a pleasure to get this story out there and maybe it opens up your mind a little bit more to receive guidance from your team and i look forward to connecting with you on social media or in my emails please reach out to me and you have a wonderful day. 